Hello and welcome. You're listening to Met My Match, a podcast where husband and wife discuss various topics while attempting to answer the age-old question, who's right and who's more right? Hello and welcome. You're listening to Met My Match. This is Shelby. And this is Chris. This is a special President's Day episode of Met My Match since we're recording it on President's Day. Yes. We had a busy weekend, and so thankfully we had this day off, and we decided we would do the recording today, and hopefully it will be put out today, too. We'll see. Oh, yeah, we we'll definitely will. Um, so that being said, we got some presidential things we'll talk about later, but right now we'll get into the daily disputes, or well, weekly disputes. Why do I keep calling them that? I'm it's sorry. fine. We only changed it, like, you know, a couple months ago, <laughs> so no reason to remember. My brain. My brain's been, like, terrible lately. Yeah. <laughs> All the stress, I guess. I don't know. All right. So what is our first weekly dispute? First one is going to be, what is the best fast food chain like out of this this group? McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, or Wendy's? Ooh. I think you already know my answer. Taco Bell? Yes. All right. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a, like McDonald's, I like Burger King. Mm-hmm. But McDonald's is like one of those, actually for me, it more turns into which one can I um, basically rely on. And McDonald's is pretty reliable. Taco Bell sometimes hit or miss. Burger King, nothing really speaks to me of Burger King. McDonald's just kind of that, like, well, I want fast food, I'll go get that. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a constant. Like, you know, yeah. there's me at McDonald's like almost everywhere you go. And then Wendy's, I honestly don't go there enough to kind of form a full opinion. Like, it's 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 back there somewhere in my head. But yeah. you know. I, Wendy's used yeah. to be like my go-to and then I got like food poisoning twice. I will say. So I've dialed back. <laughs> Wendy's PR team on Twitter is fire. Yes. Yes. If you, if you haven't looked on Twitter and seen uh, Wendy's PR team, they roast people, they roast other places. Yeah. Um, it's it's prolific in what they've been able to tweet and like say it's. Right. Think, Whoever does their social media yeah. is, is pretty hilarious. The it's only other company people, like, but... you know, actually on it that way yeah. is like the Duolingo yeah. uh, company on TikTok. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Um, I like Taco Bell for a similar reason, like you said. Um, I kind of can just order whatever off the menu, and I it's honestly it's all the same thing, right? Yeah. Meat, cheese, beans, rice, tortilla, whatever. It's just different combinations. Um, it wasn't so much food for me. It was the uh, when we were living back in Florida, mm-hmm. the ones there. I don't know if it was the, where the they got the meat in Florida or something, but it's never felt great after the ones really? here. No issue whatsoever. See, and the one, the one in Destin is apparently like the the best, like Taco Bell, like rated. No, oh. especially in the South. So I I don't know if that's still true or not, but I've never had any issues with Taco Bell with my body. I mean, it's the South. Everyone fries everything. Something that fries. Also true. <laughs> also true. But like, there's there's like my my go tos, my main ones with Taco Bell, but then. Like, I know I can just order something randomly and I'll probably enjoy it. Whereas with other places on this list, like, I hate Burger King. I just don't like it. Yeah. Um, and with, like, McDonald's and Wendy's, I have, like, maybe one or two things that I'll order and that's pretty much it. But that's why I like Taco Bell. Fair. Anyway, want to move on to the next one? Sure. What is our next weekly dispute? How long do you let dishes sit in the sink before washing them? One day? Two days? More? Question mark? Um, I've definitely have left them in the sink up until I need to just clean them all out of the spur. That's definitely changed since I've gotten married, as you well know. Yeah. Now, you're a lot better at it than I am. I will admit I'm pretty terrible. I remember when we first started dinner over your place, and it would just be, 
I, I didn't even know you had a sink. I'm like, oh, there's a stack of plates there. Oh, if I move it, there's a sink underneath. Yeah, and I had a dishwasher too, so I didn't really have much of an excuse. I just, I would get home, I would make myself dinner, and by the time I did that, like I was also going to school at some point during that time too, so I was making sure that I was doing my, my coursework. Part, part of us dating was me washing your dishes. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's really good at this. I should probably <laughs> keep him around. Um, but yeah, like I said, there's not much of an excuse. I would just let them pile up until it was like almost... To the you know the point was like I can't see anything it's nasty I need at least stack them in the dishwasher or whatever yeah um and even the dishwasher wasn't that great so yeah I was just living by myself I could be messy and you know whatever but now I think I think I've gotten better you yeah, have gotten better uh, I know for me it was Yay. definitely like I didn't use dishwasher for the longest time because. I was brought up having to wash dishes, and now my parents use dishwasher all the time. Yeah, which makes me think: were they just doing that, like, just to keep me busy? Oh, absolutely! It was yeah. a chore. It was yeah. to probably make you or instill that probably in you, and so you just like always would, kept dishes clean. Yeah, I was told like they have to be washed by hand mm -hmm. because if they're not, then they're not clean. Yeah, and now my parents use dishwashers, and I'm kind of like mind blown. And you I'm probably so had confused. a dishwasher like the whole oh, yeah. time growing oh, yeah. up, and they're like, now this is where you store the plates. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I did not. I did not use dishwasher. Like even when I was living with my other roommates and all that, I always washed them by hand. Even yeah. when we moved in together, I think you you found it weird that I didn't use dishwasher. Yeah, I did. I was like, you have a dishwasher. Why don't you just use it? And you're like, well, I mean, I just w wash my plates after like I eat, I you know, dinner and stuff like that. And I was like, that's actually a really good ritual or routine to keep in place. Yeah. But also, there's just some things that's like I can't wash this by hand. I don't want to wash this by hand. Yeah. My always my other excuse is like I'll just let things soak, quote unquote, and then like forget about them. So I'm bad about it. We'll, we'll so, move on. So pretty much we'll both just soak as long as they need. Yeah, but you're better at the dishes than I am. I'll go with that. Speaking of things to soak on, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's move on to our latest taste test this week, which is the Bud Light Seltzer Sour Collection. Yes. And they have a. Well, I'd say a wide. They always have four choices. Yeah, it's always four flavors. So today we have lemon, blue raspberry, watermelon, and green apple. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna predict which one I probably like best. It's probably green apple. Yeah, yeah, I, I think like so green too. Apple. Um, I'm gonna probably go with probably watermelon. Actually, I might be surprised. I don't know. Okay. I'm usually iffy on watermelon artificial flavors, so I'm taking a big gamble here. I know I'm not gonna like blue raspberry. Um, this is kind of like Jolly Ranchers, you know, I made like love with the Bud Light. I feel like it's more <laughs> like sour heads. I was also thinking Warheads, yeah. so I don't or know. Warheads, that's what they were. And they had these cute little things on them that says, like, Apple says, sour to the core, green apple. And one of them says, test your tongue, watermelon. So which one do you want to try first? Uh, the blue, the, what the blue raspberry says, not so sweet blue raspberry. And the lemon says, savor the squeeze lemon. Mm. I'd say we go with lemon first just because that's a, okay. uh, okay. you know. And while we taste safe test Safe bet these, it's going to be sour. Yeah. While we taste test these, we're probably going to go over these um, interesting presidential relationships that we found. Yeah. So basically we came up with the idea that it's President's Day. Our podcast is a, you know, about a husband and a wife. So why mm -hmm. not highlight a few weird things that, or maybe not weird things. Goofy, weird, uh, bizarre yeah. things about presidents and their wives. Yeah. Just a little things that are like kind of unusual. Doesn't mean that they're oh. terrible. Uh-oh. Ooh. Is it is it sour? That's a, that's an interesting taste right there. I want you to just get your mouth around that and see what you feel. 
Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's like if you drank just like the you ever seen like the um the beer salt? Yeah. That's like that in liquid form. Whew. That is it's like a... citric acid. <laughs> I like how we keep it. Did you smell anything off of it? Mm. Mm. I don't smell anything. Seriously? Oh god, that tastes terrible. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna try. Uh, I, we keep going back and forth in this one. I, I just want to get at least we're trying two, to, two sippies. We're trying to palletize it, so yeah, I want to get two sippies in. That way, I know is I, it is it really that bad? I, yeah, I don't know if we got to do what. Um, so my father taught me this. Hmm. Uh, so with whiskey, there's a specific glass for it. Obviously, we don't have a specific <laughs> glass for seltzer. The specific glass for hard seltzer is just like shotgun it. That's, that's what it is. Just poke a hole. But the basic <laughs> idea behind it is you you bring a little into your mouth and mm-hmm. you sniff at the same time as you swallow the. And yeah, it kind of palletizes See, it. See, I was so. trying not to sniff it because sometimes if I sniffed it, sniff it before I drink it, it's going to turn me off. Nope, that didn't help at all. That nope. did not See, help at all. I don't think that works yeah. in this case. This is booze that's not really booze. It's like ghetto booze. I don't know. Ratchet it, booze. Is it, is it gluten free? It's gluten free at least. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. You're gluten free. So, <laughs> you know, all these people who have gluten intolerance, you can drink these and no. just kill your stomach. That's fine. So, on to the first, uh, <laughs> on to our first presidential relationship with their wife. Uh, let's see. We're starting with James Madison. Uh, James Madison was so sure that his army was going to win the battle against the British during the War of 1812 that he and his wife, Dolly, ordered a lavish dinner to be prepared. Uh, but when the Americans were quickly defeated and the Madisons were forced to flee, the British found the victory feast intended for 40 guests, which they thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> they even toasted the success of His Majesty's arms with Madison's best wine. After they were done, they burned down the White House. Oh, my gosh. That's wild. But, I mean, kudos to Dolly. Maybe they should have, like, paid their respects to her. Be like, chef's kiss. Well, I'm sure sure they had had to help. (laughs) Also, we hate you guys. (laughs) But, geez, can you imagine being so bold as to be like, we'll probably win this. And then you're like, oh, crap. We got to (laughs) run. Yeah. I'm going to read the second one while you open that guy. Okay. So, next we're opening a blue raspberry. Um, I don't have much in the way of... You know, is this going to be good or not? So you can yeah. do that. All right. So Martin Van Buren's wife, Hannah Van Buren, died of tuberculosis 18 years before he became president. And Van Buren didn't mention her a single time in his autobiography. Um, oh, it continues. Van Buren never mar- married again and spoke so little of his wife that when his second eldest son wanted to name a child after her, he asked or he asked his father to verify her name. Wow. Like, didn't even know about her, I guess. So the blue raspberry, we're going back to taste to it. Blue raspberry isn't so bad. Um, it smells actually pretty good. Yeah, so lemon may have just been because it's already lemon in that. But uh, as to mm. old uh, Martin Van Buren here. I don't know. No? Also, these are all the same color of their booze. So if you like the blue raspberry, you're going to have a blue mouth. There you go. Uh, so Martin Van Buren, that's that's got to be awkward as hell. Whenever like they, yeah, when they both died and he went up to wherever it went down or up where she's at, yeah, can you just imagine that showing up and it's like, hey, sorry, I didn't talk about you at all. <laughs> we <laughs> were married, death, yeah, four times. Did it say how long they were married? Um, I don't think so. What we can probably look that up later. People can find out on their own. Um, oh, 18 years before he became president, so. They were it could have been written. a short time. Who yeah. knows? But still, it's just kind of like you act like she didn't even exist. Yeah, you got to think like uh, 18 years before he became president. So it's probably mm-hmm. 18 years before uh, even recorded. Yeah. Recorded much of his history. So if he was young, probably not doing much. Right. But like an 1800 page published, published autobiography. Not and a, you're just one like, mention. Yeah. Not even a footnote. 
wife. I don't know her. Yeah, what does it, what does it say about your marriage if you're not even a footnote in your husband's autobiography? That's what I'm thinking. All right, do you want to read this third one? And then I will open the watermelon. Yeah, okay. Uh, so Zachary Taylor was the first president to popularize the term first lady. Uh, he used the term to eulogize Dolly Madison in 1849 when he said, she would never be forgotten because she was truly our first lady for a half century. Okay, so this one's not too bad. The watermelon. Oh wait, uh, and then before then, a pre the president or the president of a wife was called presidentress. Which is like, which sounds better, first lady or presidentress? I don't know. It sounds like mistress in a way, and mm -hmm. that has like a weird taboo thing tied to it. Um, but. Yeah, that's just very interesting. Some more Van Buren stuff. Oh, yeah. The watermelon. Watermelon isn't too bad. Maybe the lemon was just, you know, if we had stuffed that in the last one, it wouldn't have been so off by this. But yeah, the, I don't know for you, but how would the watermelon taste? It, it wasn't as, I guess, pungent. It's not as sour as the other two. It's still, it's, it's better. It's better. So far, it's the better one I've had. So getting back to the first lady thing, mm -hmm. um, it's interesting that they called it uh, presidentress of all things. Yeah, that's on here. Yeah. I, oh, I and don't... the other part here, uh, Van Buren's daughter-in-law, yeah, uh, and, and Angelica Singleton, the wife of son Abraham, filled a social role first lady since the Van Burens had a reputation as a loving couple. Historian believes that Martin's silence can be explained by the fact that speaking about Hannah was simply too powerful. Also, think it's spelled or pronounced Angelica. Angelica, what did I say? Angelica. Whoops. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna get fancy with this. Sorry, name. I've been drinking. <laughs> I have five sips. So that could be explained as to, going back to Van Buren. That could be explained as to why he didn't talk about his wife Probably. so much. Probably it was too painful. Probably. Also, I'm not going to mention her. At yeah, but all not, in my not, not mention her at all in the biography. I want to erase her from my history because it's so painful. Which means he pro she was probably called president. Oh no, she was never. She never was because yeah. they got. Yeah, she died before he got president, so it's probably a second wife. I don't think they ever say you were married. No. I thought he said he did. I don't know. Whatever. And then this was, you know, the whole Dolly Madison thing, making her the first lady. They're calling her first lady. Um. I want to learn, I want to find out more about that, like why that term ended up sticking, you know, nope. that's just interesting. You nope. should back to the lemon. <laughs> I tried, I tried the, I tried the lemon again to see if maybe like, you know, maybe, 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 maybe the time and opening in the air kind of aerated. No. Nope. Nothing. No, the lemon, the lemon sa seltzer sour is still just. Yeah. Pretty bad. My pretty. cat's trying to hop into my lap right now. Pretty, she, pretty. Citrusy. No, 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 sweetie. Yeah. She's like, but mom. All right. There's a um, podcast we have to do. We'll try the green apple next. Yes. Okay. And this is the last one of the presidential like facts or whatever. <clears throat> Herbert Hoover and his wife, Lou Henry, used to speak to each other in Chinese as a way of having private conversations in the White House. Okay. In his younger days, Hoover worked as a mining engineer in China and picked up only around 100 words of Mandarin while he was there. Lou Henry, on the other hand, studied the language carefully and as a result had a good grasp on it. That's that's pretty like remarkable and like impressive given that time period and you know, getting your hands probably on 
uh, mature for that. Yeah, like how to learn the language. So the green apple, it, yeah, I can already tell that's that's gonna be the one I pick. Oh for yeah, my favorite. Um, maybe it's good we save best for last. I like I said, I went back to lemon. Oh yeah. Here, try the lemon again and see if maybe. No. <laughs> you got to try it and see if maybe okay. you can like it again. Okay. Let's see, Herbert Hoover and his wife, Lou Henry. Nope. Yeah, that's nope. Still not it. Yeah, if you like super like sour lemon things, like I know people who like eat lemons just for funsies. That's disgusting. They would like that. That's that's just weird. It is, but to each their own. Yeah, the, the green apple is probably the winner here. So this, so yeah, so Hoover worked as a mining engineer in China. The, yeah. So it's interesting that. So he, that's, that's why I picked up a few words. Yeah, that's probably sense. why, and like probably why his him and his wife obviously spoke the way. But it probably lends to the fact how he was able to, as president, I think as president, uh, the Hoover Dam. Mm-hmm. So that was a big thing, mm-hmm. obviously named after him. Yeah. But I imagine that probably helped him uh, help him when explaining or trying to get that pushed along. Maybe. But Who you, knows? But could you imagine, like, nowadays, that would they would get crucified for speaking Chinese. Oh, absolutely. They're speaking House. Chinese. Oh, my God. They're communist. Yeah. Meanwhile, I... I just don't want to, I want to have private conversations with my spouse so nobody understands what we're saying. That's the other thing. It's probably back then. Like nowadays, anybody well, walking the White House is probably three or four languages deep. Right. Um, back and, then, uh, Herbert Hoover and his wife obviously could speak Chinese and there'd be that's why very I, few, if any, yeah. who would know what they were saying. That's why I think it's so interesting because obviously back then it's less and less people would know what, what they're saying. Nowadays would be like, uh, okay. Yeah. Just speaking like, Maybe tongues or something. I have no idea what they'd be able to do now. <laughs> but anyway, um, those are our presidential relationship facts. Do we want to rate these seltzers now or what? Uh, real quick, I'm looking up. I'm trying to remember who it was. Okay. So speaking of presidents and being uh, married and all that, yeah. there was a president who was never married. Oh? Yeah. Yeah, I found him. Uh, James Buchanan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never married. How how long was he in office? Like, was he did a did he do the four years? He's eighteen fifty seven to eighteen sixty one. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I remember talking about that because they talked about like um, they call him the bachelor president and everything else. <gasps> bachelor. Yeah. Did he ever like have relationships, like have girlfriends or anything, or was he just a single Pringle kind of guy? Uh, from, from <laughs> can't be tied down. My president. The only thing I'm looking, I'm looking up is he was pretty much single Pringle. <laughs> um, he remained a lifelong bachelor. I'm sure, like, obviously nowadays we know every, anything and everything about every person in politics. Yeah, yeah. Um, but back then, obviously, it was harder to find out stuff. So. He may have had a, a little from secret relationship. His, maybe. From recorded history, he was a bachelor president who never wed. Yeah. And had his, uh, had his niece. His niece? Did what to his niece? No, no, no. no. Oh. His niece acted as the social role of the first lady. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, they're like, we gotta appoint somebody. And then he's like, Well, I got a niece. Well, I'm like so well, like obviously it's not an appointed thing, but it's more like it's a, a social role. Yeah. Like nowadays, obviously, uh the first lady position has become more politicized and does more in their role. Mm-hmm. Well, that was like yeah. I believe it was Eleanor Roosevelt, and you can look this up while I'm saying it, but she was um she did a lot for um FDR whenever they were married and he was in office because he was sick quite a bit and so she kind of took over a lot of stuff and so it's kind of a secret thing that eleanor roosevelt um passed a lot of i guess legislature during his presidency but i it could be wrong but i believe it was her she also did some weird shit with her kids so (laughs) we're gonna digress on that 
So you are um, right. Um, okay. I don't, I don't think it was Eleanor Roosevelt. Okay. Was it um, another person? I could be wrong. And then didn't we see somewhere that um, Andrew Jackson was marrying or married uh, somebody who was already married? <laughs> and then he got pissed about it. So he killed the guy. <laughs> uh, so here, yes. So he. So he married a married woman, which obviously back then. Oh, was, Edith. You know, yes. yes. Okay. So, it was Woodrow Wilson. I'm sorry. So Woodrow Wilson. Eleanor did Edith a lot of Gull. stuff too, though. Yeah. Uh, but Woodrow Wilson's wife, Edith Gull, secretly ran the yeah, White House for months. That's what it is. And there's a podcast about Edith too. Yeah, because he. What had happened was he had had a stroke, mm-hmm. and rather than like announce it and have his advisors and everybody else be involved in it, um, he basically kept it a secret. And his wife, you know, kind of like would walk in and out of the room and be like, well, my husband wants to do this now. Yeah. Yeah. She would help make decisions for him. Obviously, he trusted her a whole lot in order to do that. And I think that says a lot about their relationship. Well, the crazy thing is that was his second wife Mm -hmm. who he'd met while he was president still. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So imagine meeting someone and it's like... Hey, I'm gonna have a stroke. Do you mind running the running the country while I'm <laughs> Don't out for a plan bit? a stroke. I mean, okay, he didn't plan a stroke. But did she do it up until like his death? Um, yeah, I, well, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. And, and uh, so yeah, she did do, stuff for months. Yeah. If you do, if you guys do fact check this, mm-hmm. remember we are not uh, professional historians. So yeah, we are not experts in any way, shape, or form of anything. <laughs> Possibly the only thing I might be expert on right now is probably seltzers, which is not a great claim to fame. No, that's not. <laughs> not at we're, all. We're seltzer enthusiasts. So yeah, we should have probably pitched that discover at the beginning when we got excited about these that we, we found. So yeah. either way, and then speaking, still interesting. Well, speaking of like secret run-in presidencies, so Warren G. Warding's wife, uh, they basically called it playing kingmaker. But while he got drunk, played poker, and uh, worked with various oil, oil barons to sell the country, she was more or less like running behind the scenes what was going on. So he did the partying and was like the face of being the president. And she was like in the, you know, behind the scenes doing yeah, all so the like, he should ob- be doing. Yeah, so obviously back then in uh, about hundreds of years ago, it was much easier to get away with this shit. Oh, absolutely. No one was, no one was watching you. There wasn't con- cameras constantly because they were becoming a new thing. Well, the, the press was not press as well as it is today. Yeah, I mean, even the press back then was maybe one or two guys with a notepad writing stuff Right, down. and you get it a week or two later. Yeah. Like, here's the news from last month. <laughs> yeah, so when he wasn't taking bribes from oil companies or getting drunk before meetings, Warren G. Harding had lurid affairs and wrote lengthy love letters to his mistresses. Wow. And while he was doing that, uh, Florence Harding, his wife, kept at the presidency. Uh, she managed to both wield power and present a perfectly domestic image of first lady. Uh, she regularly attended cabinet meetings, uh, but she also showed off apparently her waffle recipe to reporters. So while like running Dang. the country in the background, she was also acting yeah. as perfect for a city. Like I know how to make perfect waffles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. He sounds like a real gem. Yeah, but I guess like it was like a thing they both agreed on, uh, or as per their biography written by uh, Carl Anthony. So mm-hmm. whether it's true or not, that's I guess that's what Fair. they they believe to be is that you know they both agreed to this. Kind of like, you know. Yeah, well, marriage. somebody, obviously somebody was running the presidency while he was out philandering and doing God knows what. Right. So, and, up, a, ooh, and also her nickname. Yeah. During that time frame while she did all this, because I guess her, the cabinet members basically knew this. It was the Duchess. Oh, wow. So she would come in, uh, basically lay out what, what was going to happen, what was going to do. Yeah. And her husband just be like, yep, yeah, that's what I want. And then take a shot yeah. of whiskey. Yeah, let me just get drunk. Yeah. Jesus. 
She had only she had only one real hobby, which was her husband. Sounds like she wasn't doing a good part of that hobby, <laughs> keeping yeah. him alive or letting him do whatever he wanted. Oh, and here's another good quote from her. Uh, she was quoted as saying, I know what's best for the president. I put him in the White House. Oh, yeah. So yeah. she was definitely the the gears behind the operation. Oh, and then and the final thing about him. Uh, when, when he died in 1923, people were more than willing to believe rumors that Florence had poisoned him. <laughs> she probably didn't. Yeah. But, but there, but there is a rumors that she did. Wouldn't put it past her, and yeah. wouldn't wouldn't be upset if she was yeah. guilty of that. Anywho, well, um, do you want to rate these real quick and wrap this? Yeah, let's see. Episode up. So we know, I know, lemon's gonna be last. <laughs> lemon is the worst. Actually, I think the way you stuck right now is pretty much how it goes. So lemon's oh. last. Blue raspberry is a third. Watermelon second, and then green apple is obviously the first. Yeah. I, I agree. You really agree? There's, yeah. no, there's no argument here for that? No, sorry. Um, sour apple and the watermelon are the top two, and lemon's like dead last. Okay, like, I, I, I kind of want to just. We have the whole pack to drink, too. We're like, not wasteful feel, people, but I I'm, feel like we should probably find something to cut the lemon with, make a mixed drink with it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. We can probably uh, mix it with some fruit in a blender and call it a day. <laughs> Boom. There you go. Make it a little, a little fruity. More, more fruity than more, it already more, is. More fruity than it already yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we're just probably going to end this podcast early. So, well, it's only five minutes left. So, who knows? It's only a tiny bit early. I do like how you're, <laughs> when you ever find a true ending, you always jump in and say, like, and we're going to end it. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know how to do a, a good goodbye. I'm really awkward at goodbyes to begin with as a person. Well, so, you start with thank you for listening and then immediately cut out. Okay. But, I, but that's fine. We do have, I think, I think <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be. I do think though that we already have that in our yes. in our ending yes. tagline. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. But again, thank you for listening. Hope everyone has a great right. day. Thank you for listening to this President's Day special episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you for listening to us as we try these Bud Light Seltzer Sours. Yes, and which, we're going to be keeping this... which will probably slowly be drunk, but yeah, not not as fast as we usually get through. No, them. and we're going to continue our seltzer journey and make it just a normal thing at the podcast, as I think people have already figured out by now <laughs> until they stop making new seltzers which i don't foresee there, that yeah happening. there seems to be like a just a wild a wild thing. yeah it's it's taken off and i don't think it's gonna the train's not going anywhere yeah. is is barreling through well the funny thing is this time i think we actually do have our new set of seltzers standing by what is it the truly margaritas yes yes okay. margarita style flavors i guess so, so that'll be interesting yeah i think those are gonna be better yeah. Significantly we'll probably better. <laughs> still, we'll probably still have the Seltzer Sours by the time we get to that one. Yeah. Unless we can figure out how to make a mixed drink out of them, which we'll probably put up on our on our Twitter. Twitter or Instagram. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, is it time to say goodbye? Yes, it's time to say goodbye. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Catchphrase. Catchphrase. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Met My Match. Please subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. We upload a new episode every other week. Also, please follow us on Twitter at Met My Match, where we post our weekly disputes. Thanks again for listening.